This is Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepherd here with Ed Cannon. Ed is president of FEBC. Ed, you and I often talk a little baseball, don't we? Yeah, we do. I love baseball. We're baseball fans. Unfortunately, you're a Cub fan, and (laughs) I root for the Cardinals. Yeah, we're kind of polar opposites, aren't we? Yeah, I guess. But (laughs) how are the Cubs doing this year, by the way? Let's move on. Let's talk about something else. Um, The reason I bring that up is that I'm thinking about, you know, when when a hot shot grounder is hit to the shortstop. If you were coaching that shortstop, what would you say to him? Keep your eye on the ball. Keep your eye on the ball, right. Keep your eye on the ball, right. Keep your head down. So let's use that as our launching point for a little conversation here about staying true to our mission at the Far East Broadcasting Company. Maybe I should explain a little bit why keep your eye on the ball, what it really means. Because if you're anticipating your next move, you're going to throw the ball to first base. Your tendency might be to lift your head up too soon before you actually catch the ball. Mm -hmm. And then you can look at first base. So don't anticipate your next move. Don't look forward. Concentrate on what you're doing at the moment. Mm -hmm. See that through before you take your next step. And it is relevant at FEBC because one of the things that I speak about all the time is concentrating on the mission of the organization. We're so tempted in everyday life and especially for us at FEBC to be doing other things and you see something that's a good opportunity. Wow, I should do this. We should do that. Here's an opportunity. Let's do this. This might be helpful. Let's try this. Without thinking through that you've got one objective, one goal, one mission. And if everybody does what's right in their own eyes and what is uh, you know something they'd like to do, then that's not staying true to the mission. Well, absolutely right. We have to be in unison. We have to be working together. And everything we have to do and the summation of all the actions that we take should be focused on the most effective way to accomplish the mission. Have I shared on air with you before, Wayne, what the mission of FEBC is? We've talked about it, but I'd love to hear about it again. It's to use media to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ so as to inspire our listeners to follow Christ. Very clear, very direct. It's very clear. It's very direct. And it's easy to get away from that. You say, well, you know, we can bring people to Christ by, I don't know, handing out rice and Mm -hmm. loving on people. And those Mm -hmm. are good things to do. Don't get me wrong. But our organization has to stay true and focused on doing everything we can to use radio and media in order to teach the gospel to people and inspire them to follow Jesus Christ. Well, let me ask a question because we have something like 900 broadcasters spread out in 50 countries of the world. How does everybody stay on mission, the same mission? Good question. A lot of prayer, (laughs) a lot of repeat communication. It's you declare what the mission is, you reinforce what the mission is, and then you repeat. And it's a process of over-communicate. I think there's some very popular business books these days that are out there, several that I've read, that talk about communicate, recommunicate, make your point, say it again, repeat, go over. It's like rinse, lather, repeat, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, Paul is famous for saying, you know, let me remind you what I've said before. Let Mm -hmm. me go back and reinstate what I have told you before. As I said before, so it's like he's practicing really good business disciplines and that's over-communicating the clarity of your message. Because people forget. People get off track. They have their own ideas, like you said. Boy, this would be nice if we could do this. Sure. And it's not necessarily off-mission. Right. 
but it's not completely on mission. And this doesn't mean there aren't going to be some things that are appropriate in certain countries that aren't appropriate in another country. I mean, you, you do fine-tune it locally, right? Well, that's right. And that's the difference between mission and vision, see? So what we are trying to accomplish might be different in Pakistan than it is in Korea because the audiences are different. The cultures are different. The levels of their understanding of the gospel are different. Many countries we broadcast into, Wayne, are primarily Buddhist countries. Mm. And in Buddhist countries, most people fear spirits because they're evil. Right. And so to say you need to have the Holy Spirit guiding you uh, to understand the truth of Scripture uh, could really be hard to understand because, well, I've been growing up my whole life thinking I'd do everything I can to avoid spirits. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, it's a challenge. But Well, um, state the mission again, and then let's look to God's Word. Yeah, the mission is very clearly that we use media to broadcast the gospel of Jesus Christ so as to inspire people to follow Jesus. Um, and I, I can go one level beneath that. So that's the mission statement. Mm-hmm. But how do we do that? We do that using indigenous people who speak the native language, who are resident in that country, local broadcasters committed to broadcasting to their people, networked with the local church, and close to the listener, meaning understanding who the listeners are, understanding how they will interpret what they say and how they will accept it and process it. So. It's all about being part of the community in which you're broadcasting to, but the objective is to use media to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ so as to inspire them to follow Jesus. Let's talk about how we arrived at that mission, and that will take us into God's Word, won't it? Yeah, well, originally, of course, the the organization was founded, and the original mission from our founder, Bob Bowman, was take Christ to the world by radio. And while we really haven't changed that mission statement, we tried to make a little bit more clear what that means in today's environment. There's multitudes of ways you could take Christ to the world Mm -hmm. by radio. And what is the world and what does it mean to take Christ? So we tried to refine it a little bit without missing the emphasis of the original founder's intent, take Christ to the world by radio. And we do do that. As a matter of fact, we have a recording, uh, Wayne, you probably remember it, of Dr. Bob Bowman and I speaking uh, before he passed away when I had just become president. And I asked him, I said, Dr. Bowman, okay, so what is the one tidbit of advice? What is the one nugget that you would say you want to pass on to me as the incoming president? And Dr. Bowman said, well, you see, our mission is to take Christ to the world by radio. And I would tell you now, take Christ to the world by radio and new media. Mm-hmm. And it was actually very prophetic. Cause, it was great to hear him say that, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, this was a, a little over 10 years ago. And at that time, social media wasn't quite as important as it is today. And cell phone apps and Internet and right. web pages weren't quite as big a deal as they are now. So he really had a vision. He was still on the cutting edge. Into yeah. the future. Yeah. I think he was probably 95 years old when he told me that. <laughs> Amazing. But, I love yeah, it. I, love I hang it. on to that very much. So, yeah, that was the original vision. And it really hasn't changed. It's sometimes really hard, though, to stay laser-focused on that mission Mm -hmm. because, as you said, cultures are different. People are different. People interpret the actions required to accomplish your mission differently. 
So keeping those thousand or so broadcasters focused on the outcome of your work is to have people follow Christ. Well, that mission becomes a touchstone, doesn't it? You come back to it. This this is what holds us true to what we're supposed to be doing with this organization. So I, I think it's important to talk about that in front of our listeners here yeah, yeah. so that our friends know where we stand. Yeah. So you asked me to go to some yes, scriptures. please. There's a couple that I have referred to over my uh, career that are guidance from the scriptures in doing things strategically and and mission aligned, and one of them comes from uh, Matthew 16. This is actually in uh, three of the four gospels where Christ calls his apostles together at Caesarea Philippi, and he's asking them at that point, "Who do the people say I am?" And you're all familiar with this verse, I'm sure. This is where Peter stood up and declared, "You are the Christ, the Son." Of the living God. Some versions say Messiah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then Jesus turned to Peter and said, yeah, praise you, Peter, because you've heard this directly from God. In other words, you learned this in almost some supernatural fashion. And and by the way, Peter, I'm going to use you powerfully to establish my church here on earth. And then he began to tell Peter what his plans for the future are. Uh, I'm going to go to Jerusalem, and they're going to want to kill me. And if you recall that those writings, that's when Peter stands up and says, "Wait, wait, wait a minute, Jesus! No, Lord, I, I, then we're not going to let that happen to you." Huh? In other words, I've got a better plan than that, says Peter. And everyone remembers the verse that says, "Get thee behind me, Satan," right. which was Jesus' challenge to Peter after he disagreed with him. Matthew sixteen twenty three. But many people don't recall what comes after that because he says, get thee behind me, Satan. But you, Peter, are a stumbling block to me because you're thinking of the things of man and not the things of God. Hmm. So when we think about what is our mission, we concentrate on saying, is that your idea or is that what you have come to through prayer and study of God's Word? Is that what God's telling you? Is that how God's telling you to use this radio? Or is that what you want to do on your own? Isn't it interesting? It comes on the heels of that powerful statement, you are the Messiah, the Christ, the exactly. Son of God, you know? Yes. It turns and, right around then. So that you gotta, you got to stay true to that. It, it comes on the heels of, of Christ acknowledging Peter's doing great. You're, I'm going to use you in my church so he gets an A+. Plus. Yeah. I'm going to tell you my future. You get an A+. Plus. And who do you tell your secrets and your plans in life to but those who you trust the most? So Peter's writing on cloud nine here. He's doing everything right. And yet he's a stumbling block because he's depending on his own wisdom and brilliance and not depending on prayer and begging God for wisdom and guidance. Right. That should humble all of us. Yeah. And then you go to the section in James where it says, if you want wisdom, ask for wisdom mm-hmm. and I'll give it to you. But if you're going to ask for wisdom and expect to get it from me, you must come totally trusting, not a wave blown around by the wind, and having faith that I will deliver it, and come with a thankful heart. Come with a thankful heart. So we think, God, we're asking you for wisdom on what our mission is, what you want us to do with this ministry of FEBC. But if we don't come first saying, Lord, we look at miracle after miracle after miracle that you provided in order for FEBC to be where they are today. We thank you for the technology of shortwave radio and FM radio and 
now social media and the miracles of the people that you have brought to us from obscure places and gifted and talented people with great hearts for the Lord. If we don't thank him first for all the many things he's done for us and completely trust that when we ask for his wisdom, he'll give it to us, it won't come. That's clearly laid out for us in chapter one of the book of James. So we go on to say, Lord, provide the wisdom for us. And we trust that he'll provide it. We trust the outcome. We're not wavering in what we believe. And we're really focused on saying the wisdom we're asking for as to how we best use these tools, media, to deliver your gospel so as to inspire people to follow Jesus. And as you've said, Wayne, it's very different in Pakistan than it is in Ukraine, Mm -hmm. than it is in Russia, than it is in Indonesia, than it is in Japan, so on and so on and so forth. And yet we have that common mission to start with. And what we have found, Wayne, is that our organization functions so much better when we're all clearly aligned and going in the same direction. Right. This is kind of obscure, but I studied physics when I was in college. And if you think about forces and wanting something to move forward, you have to have a force pushing in the direction that you want it to go. And if there's an equal and opposing force, you'll never go anywhere. (laughs) So any variation of those forces being totally aligned is going to result in ineffective movement of the device that the force is being put on. So what we want are all of our forces, all of our staff, all of our programs, everything we're investing in, using all of our resources pointed in the same direction so as to move the mission of the organization as rapidly and as directly toward the end goal as we possibly can. Yeah. I just thought it'd be helpful to have this conversation and talk about this as our friends consider their support of uh, the Far East Broadcasting Company, not just financially, but in prayer as well. We want you to know where we're coming from and what our mission is. And and our friends hold us accountable to that mission too, in a sense, don't they? Oh, absolutely. I've heard in many cases, you know, that uh, it's your alignment to the mission of the organization that we most applaud and admire, and therefore we're going to continue supporting. Uh, It was interesting. We had a a gathering of a number of donors at one point who have supported the mission before, and we were presenting to them what we're doing. And I spoke a little bit about this relentless focus on the mission of the organization. And she came up to me, an elderly woman, and she said, you know, I'm very grateful that you're focused on the gospel of Jesus Christ She said, let Bill Gates and Oprah Winfrey supply money to feed hungry people and educate people in Africa. Mm. Only Christians are going to proclaim the gospel. Mm. That was very meaningful to me, and and I'll never forget that. And I think as we're getting ready to wrap this up, I really want to give a tribute to George Sweeting, the former president of the Moody Bible Institute. Keep the main thing the main thing. That's it. He was on the board when I hired in at Moody uh, 20-some years ago. And, and George said that to me on a number of occasions. He said, keep the main thing the main thing. And it's inscribed in stone over the George <laughs> Sweeting building, the mission of the Moody Bible Institute. And I'll never forget that. And so it's, it's shaped my mind to think if we're not f- singularly focused on accomplishing one thing, 
we won't accomplish anything. That's very helpful and very reassuring, I might add, to hear this emphasis on staying true to that mission, Ed. So thank you for the conversation. Before we leave, I do want to mention the Unreached In Focus prayer guide that we hope our listeners will avail themselves of. It's available at our website, febc.org. This prayer guide really is very, very helpful, you know, because frankly, it's hard to keep up with the world and what's going on today. And with the prayer guide, our staff have put together these uh, prayer requests that just guide us. Yeah, and FEBC has the privilege of seeing what it's like for people to try and become Christians in places like Thailand, places like Indonesia. And, and um, you as a, a supporter living here in the United States don't have the direct look into those worlds that we do. And we feel it's our obligation to share that with you. So this is a great way to make your prayer more effective and directed toward the things that will help us most to accomplish our mission. It's a very valuable resource, not only for individuals, but for churches as well. So check that out online at febc.org, Unreached In Focus Prayer Guide. Ed, thanks for the conversation. Very helpful today. Stay on mission, Wayne. Keep your eye on the ball, huh? That's it. (laughs) All right. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Ed Cannon. Thanks for listening to Until All Have Heard, a production of the Far East Broadcasting Company. 